Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 518, and I am pumped today, and hopefully you're going to be pumped by the uh, by the time you get done listening to this, because I've got my good friend and TAS team member on here, Joel Bauer, who is, uh, well, Joel, I've, I've kind of said this privately, I'm going to say it to you, you're kind of like our psychiatrist in a sense for uh, for us uh, you know here at the TAS headquarters uh, so what's up man you ready to dive into this self-doubt thing absolutely man I mean this holds up so many people and it's it, it's not that hard to deal with you just have to know you can yeah you know that's what's really neat about it yeah and you do have a very deep uh, voice this morning um, it's early where you are um, <laughs> so you've got that that morning voice going what what did you I forgot what you said what were you listening to and singing before to get yourself kind of ready for this was it Barry oh, White? Oh, definitely. I'll just do some Barry White. Yeah, I just run through <laughs> that. I, I read a book once that says that people that have deeper voices are listened to more. And so I want to make sure I was ready for you, Scott. <laughs> it's perfect. It is absolutely perfect. You got everyone's attention and you sound really sophisticated. <laughs> I hope it's not a technical issue. Sometimes this, this mixer will just make it like drop like way low and I don't even mean to. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. But yeah. Okay. All right. So um, yeah, I wanted to get you on. I know you and I and Chris and and our entire team really, uh, you know, we know how important mindset is. And I, I just got back from Seller Summit and I spoke to a lot of different sellers, all different ranges from starting to, you know, people that have been selling for a year and people that have been selling for, you know, many years. And all of them pretty much said the same thing. There's been a lot of self-doubt through this journey. And even every move that you make, you still have some type of self-doubt sometimes, or you're scared or you're afraid. And there's different reasons for this. But when I was at the mastermind table that we were running, uh, we went around the room and we asked everyone like, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. And generally the first thing out of their mouth was, you know, I started, you know, eight years ago, whatever, or five years ago, or even three years ago. And my first plot, my first product failed. And then I made some adjustments. I did this, that, and the other thing. But they were all talking about how they got through that failure or as we or, you know, people in our community, they classify that as a failure, uh, but they pushed through it somehow. And, you know, there's been things in my life that I pushed through. I mean, this podcast, for example, I mean, I wasn't going to start it. I was and then I wasn't. I was and then I wasn't. And the reason was because I had some self-doubt thinking, you know, is this going to go anywhere? Is anyone going to be listening? Am I going to be able to really get out there and help people? And, um, and there's been many of those things throughout my journey. And I know that you've had some yourself, but that's what I want to dig into because I believe that self-doubt really is stealing people's success. I mean, literally, I think it's taking it away. They're settling for where they are because it's comfortable and it's also a little scary when you do something out of the norm. So what do you say, man? Let's, let's dig into this topic. Yeah, I, I think for most people, it's a very common thing when you're doing anything new. It doesn't really matter what it, if you want to lose weight and you're going to go get a trainer. That seems scary if you've never done it. Hmm. You know, if you're starting Amazon and you're like, OK, well, let me, you know, I have to get inventory. I never had to do that. I mean, I, I came into Amazon from consulting hmm. and consulting. I talked to the person and I got paid for the work. Right. In Amazon, I was going to pay <laughs> right. and get a lot of inventory and then have to sell that back before I made any money. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of doubt in there. And I, I'm so glad that I did it. I'm so glad that I jumped in and made that happen. Um, it's just set a very dramatic course in my life and opened up opportunities I didn't even imagine back then. Mm-hmm. And it's been incredible. But we have to just know that these things are going to come up. If you don't know it, it doesn't mean that it's going to immediately go bad. But it also doesn't mean that it's going to go perfect either. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's, you know, I and that's, that's what we're trying to deal with. Yeah, I think that that's the expectations yeah. you go into this thing. You know, if you are following someone that's telling you that you're going to make a million dollars in in uh, three weeks, you know, those expectations aren't real. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. you know, I had a guy uh, that uh, wanted to actually someone recommended the podcast to someone that wanted to leave his job, a six figure job, by the way, um, and wanted yeah. to leave his job in like six months. And, you know, the person that recommended him, you know, just said, hey, you should go check, check out this this business model. But this person took it like, well, I can go here and do this thing and quit my job in six months. Like it's not that those expectations are aren't real. Um, you know, yeah. could it happen? There's a slight little chance that maybe I still wouldn't leave my job if I'm only selling on Amazon, but there's a slight, <laughs> slight chance. But for the most part, no, not going to happen. So those expectations are set a little too high too. And I think we have to have real expectations. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's, I think you, but you hit on it. What is real expectations? That's yeah. so tough. Mm. And you know, the thing that people don't measure in it, it's like, okay, this guy did it. Like, so I'm learning from a trainer. He says, yeah. here's exactly what I did. Well, that's what he knows he did. Mm. What about the stuff that he doesn't know or realize that he did? Mm. What about the things like maybe he has background in sales and so no negotiate with suppliers better. What if um, he's already done promotions in another business? They don't think about what they already know a lot of times when people are training new things. Mm. So you come in, you say, oh, this guy did it. I'm just going to follow him exactly and I'm going to do it. And that's why it's so important like shows like yours is because, Scott, you're still talking about what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. You know, you're still talking about what's what you learned yesterday. And those kind of tweaks and adjustments and, and over time reveal what people need to know. That's what allows them to keep moving forward and keep getting better. Mm. And if you come into it and go, OK, I'm just going to I'm going to do this right at the gate. You don't know all the things that he doesn't know. And you also don't know what you have, to, what skills you have to develop to get there. Yeah. You Let, learn those. Yeah, you absolutely do. Uh, let's, let's kind of, I, I want to make this kind of like a workshop in a sense to where we can actually dig into some, some things where people are stuck and maybe we can identify their sticking points. They can by us kind of running through an exercise or, or two. Um, and I know this is kind of on the fly, but let's just like, okay. let's kind of work through this. So if, if someone comes to you or me and they say, you know, listen, I've been listening to the show for 12 months. It's great. I've kind of started to look for my first product, but still 12 months. And I haven't pulled the trigger. Like yeah. what, what's the, what's the thing there? Because someone's saying to themselves, why haven't I started? Like they don't even know why they haven't started, right? Yeah. Where could someone do something internally, even write it down, whatever, to figure out what's holding them back? Because everyone is a little bit different. I think everyone has a story that is holding them back in a sense. That's something that might have happened in the past um, or just your upbringing, whatever. How can we identify that so we can see it, we can recognize it, and then we can conquer it and then move on? Yeah, I mean, I think you started already building that and it, you said that they might not even know what they want. They just haven't done it. Mm. And so that first step, write it down, like ask yourself, why haven't you exactly? Mm. If you're afraid, don't be worried about putting a, that you're afraid. Everybody gets afraid. Put why, mm. why are you afraid? And that's where, you know, you'll find some of the, the excuses or the beliefs about yourself or, um, sometimes just simple things like, oh, I guess it's cause I'm really worried about the money investment. Okay, well, if you're worried about the money investment, you know there's other ways to get started. Mm. We cover those because some people are like, oh, I don't have six grand right now, but I want to get in this business, mm. and we have methods for starting for five hundred. Right. And so it's once you identify and say, okay, really, it's just the money. Everything else, I'm good with. I I believe what I'm hearing. I know it's not going to be like a home run out of the park, but I need to get my chops. Well, can I get five hundred dollars together? Mm. Can I get started with less? And now you you have a solvable problem. 
before you just had an imaginary problem that you have no idea what it is. So how do you fix it? Mm. You just feel bad. You right. just feel like you shouldn't, you can't do it. And that's, that comes out. And if it's, if it's other things, like we're talking about, um, kind of more of the, I don't know, I'm calling excuses. I know we call them something else, uh, for this. And it was just, it's reasons why you can't, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, Scott, you always talk about that. It was, you were worried about your college education. You yeah. know, you're like, yeah. oh, I don't have a college education, so maybe I'm not as smart. Maybe I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And that's just flat out wrong. That's not how life works. <laughs> you know, people who learn how to do it are people who do it. And that's why you're where you're at now is because you did it and you learned a lot. <laughs> and now you have a ton of information that can really make it easier for other people. Um, in mine, I've seen kind of the opposite. I had this expectation that I was always really, really smart. So I also would I would fear putting myself into positions where it might look like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. You can imagine how hard that is to learn something new when I have to be brilliant at it <laughs> the minute I step into it. Mm. Um, and so it's like, here we are. And it, it's, I just thought about this earlier this morning. And it was just like, here we are. We have the exact opposite of the problem, but it would have created the same effect. Yeah. It would have stopped us. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think, you know, again, everyone has their own story. And I think things that might have happened in the past can also make you feel that. I mean, I can go all the way back even to my childhood and feeling like just, you know, the, you know, the, the lack of stability in a sense, uh, which I haven't shared that full story yet. And I don't know, Joel, I might even have you on and, um, we could dig through that because you'll ask some really good questions that I might not even think of, but that would be a deep, deep discussion because there's a lot of my childhood that has, that has shaped me into who I am. Um, just as a person and as some of my, my, I don't want to call them weaknesses, but some of my things that could hold me back, um, that have really shaped me into who I am. And, you know, it's not a pretty, pretty story. You know, it's not like, uh, everything was perfect for Scott. He had a great childhood. I had a pretty good childhood, but I had a lot of, I had a lot of ups and downs, um, through, you know, my parents splitting up when I was 13. You know, my mother, um, you know, was a great lady, died at 50. Um, but she went through a ton of stuff, uh, when she was, uh, you know, when she was growing up, which also then made her into the person she was, which then affected me and, and alcoholism and, and all of that stuff. So there's a lot of that stuff that goes into a lot of your thinking to where you are today too. But yeah, I think oh, also, absolutely. you know, surrounding yourself with, with the right people. Uh, you know, it's funny. I had a bunch of people come up to me and say, Scott, you know, you helped me get started. Um, you know, some of your stuff I've heard over and over and over again, and I still keep coming back cause I want to hear your energy. I want to hear you tell me to go out there and continue even when my days suck and just keep going. Yeah. Like, I need that constant <laughs> reminder. And I just want to be, I want to be in your energy. I want to be, I want to be there every single day. And that's what I do. And it, it just helps me so much. So you just got to surround yourself with those people that have a little bit more energy or that aren't like doubters that are saying like, you know, it might not work. You better be careful. You know, you don't, you don't really want yeah. that. Yes. You want to be safe. Don't get me wrong. You don't want to be careless, but in the same breath, you got to surround yourself with those, those right people that can push you a little bit. Um, so, so you can actually see the greatness that you have, um, by, uh, you know, being pushed a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, well, we, I mean, we start getting these expectations, whatever's around us all the time. If some, if everybody's excited and moving forward and making more than they made before, we tend to feel like we should be too. And mm-hmm. we move, make move, we, we move towards that direction. If we're around people that are like, Oh, you know, just everything sucks and it's horrible. I'm stuck in this job. Well, you start accepting that as reality too. It's just where, you know, humans just look at what's going on around us and we're trying to make sense of it. We you know we're sort of grabbing all the information we got, but we always have a small sample. Mm-hmm. We don't have everything. 
Mm. We don't have everybody. There's, you know, you can say like, oh, you know, like, um, we just recently had a, kind of a market crash and everybody's dealing with it. And now this is the repercussion. The market seems low and it must be bad times for America. Well, some people have had the best years of their lives. They've made more than they've ever imagined making and uh, just a huge success. Yeah. And so if you were hanging out with them, you might have a different perspective on, oh, look at all this opportunity versus, oh, they're right. Look how bad the market is. That must be why I, I am making less or why it's tough to find a job where I can, you know, move up. Mm. And, you know, there's just whatever you're looking at is kind of what you accept. And so like, yeah, and some of that is our story. You know, that definitely shapes us. And I, I think that'd be a great ad because when people hear your story and I always love how, how much you share when you when you do it, when they hear your story, they start to hear their own. Mm -hmm. And that is such a cool thing because, yeah, you know, their story may be worse and maybe less, but mm -hmm. to them, it's real and it's painful, mm -hmm. you know, whatever or if they're going through things that were bad. But um but even like some subtle things like you, you might have had a thing where, you know, your your mom was not who you thought she should be or didn't really give you what you needed or something like that. Mm. While someone else could have the parent that has everything and is there all the time, but they're annoyed because their parent won't give them any freedom. Yeah. And that might be the pain point that causes them to not believe in themselves because, well, if their parent had to hover all the time, maybe they can't do it themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so there's all these, but to that person, even though there was no abuse in there necessarily that maybe other people are feeling, it's real to them. It's their whole worldview. Mm. So, and it's, it's hard to say like people all the time go, oh, that's easy. Cause well, you went through this and you did that. And that's why you do what you do. I, I didn't go through anything like that, mm. but you did go through your things. Yeah. yeah. And so I think we all, um, we all have those stories, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be a bad story, right? It just no, means, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not everyone, ha and I, I kind of hate that too, where, where people say like, you know, you got to be able to admit you're broken and all of this stuff. And oh, I'm like, God, no. listen, like, you know, yes, do we have struggles and have we been through hard times? Yes. But, you know, we're all not broken. It's, we don't need to have a story. Right. You don't have to have that story of I was sleeping on my brother's couch and I didn't have a piece of food to eat. And then I found Amazon and boom, there it is. <laughs> Look at me. You know, like you're not going to create a story just to create a story, but you can probably yeah. go back in time and see different parts of your life, which shaped you either good or bad. There might be things like me growing up, my father, like I seen how hard he worked I seen the commitment to his family. I seen all of that stuff and that shaped me into who I am today. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and you know, just for the record, my, my mother wasn't like a bad person, but she had her own, you know, issues that she was dealing with, which then did detach from the family and kind of, and you know, we spent a lot of time and I seen a lot, you know, I seen a lot of arguments and all of that stuff. So a lot of that stuff. So she gave me a lot of great things, a lot of great values, you know, being open, honest, transparent, like that was her hundred percent, like don't bottle things up, like always talk about it. Um, so I'm a yeah. type of person, like if you get in a fight, like don't just walk away and say, you know, nothing for three days, you know, with your partner, like, no, you just let's, let's talk about this, like get it out. Don't let it fester. I'm big on that. And that comes from my, from my mother. Um, so yeah. there's, there's, there's good and bad, but like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, don't try to create something bad. Or, or, you know, have something because you just want to have a bad, sad story, right? Look yeah. at where and why, um, you know, things could be affecting you. And if you can identify those, you can recognize them and then just say, oh, okay, that is, that's the reason. Let me kind of think about this and how I can get around it. And I think, like you said, one exercise to ask yourself right now is that question. 
Like, why yeah. haven't you started? Or why haven't you went from 250000 to a million dollars in your business right now? Why? Is it because you're afraid to yeah. hire people? Is it, is it, are you afraid to launch the next product? Are you, uh, are you afraid to get too big? Like, what are the problems? And then you can address them and then solve them. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Um, okay, so let's talk about <laughs> that person really quickly. Uh, okay. That person that is somewhat successful. You know, you think, I got there. You know, once I get there, everything's going to be perfect. <laughs> what do we what do we talk to that person that is thinking that, you know, once I get to this certain thing, life is going to be perfect and and I don't have to worry about anything anymore. It's going to be great. You know, it, it's weird how ridiculous I think that is, but yet how real I think that has been for me in my life. Oh, yeah. You know, there's this there's going to be this shiny thing. Like I work really hard and I, I sacrifice and I do all this. There just be this blissful state that happens afterwards. And guess what happens? More life. Yeah. Life keeps happening. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. I think that's an amazing thing. But it's, again, like when you talked earlier, expectations. Mm. If the expectations is that you're, you're going to live happily ever after, right after this really intense thing that you're pushing on, and then it, you get to the other side and it's just more life, you're like, holy crap, where's my, you know, I don't know, my, my castle and my <laughs> endless happy days and everybody my Lambo. loves me and no one. Yeah, my Lamborghini, <laughs> I just need that. That, of course, rides on water, you know, just perfect stuff. Yeah. And the the really cool part about life is that it doesn't end. There isn't a fairy tale ending. And mm. I, I think that's it, it's part because the media we consume, we like movies that end with the hero winning. Yeah. And so we think that we're in the hero's tale and we're going to end on the other side and we're all going to win. And what really happens is everybody has a, just a, a different level of problems, mm. you know, and it's like, so you say, right now like oh my problem is i can barely pay the bills and then you get over that hurdle and suddenly you have more money than you've ever been ever imagined having and now you have the problems like well man everybody keeps asking me for money and begging me for money or i need to protect my money and there's just like a different level of fear um that comes up or how much am i paying for taxes because mm. i thought i was going to make a lot of money and actually i pay a lot more out than i expected mm. and so there's always just these different level of problems or you over focused on your business and suddenly your family's like okay we're still here man <laughs> you yeah. know yeah come talk to us. We want to be part of this with you. Mm. And so for that person, the mid range, I actually find more often than not that nothing is kosher. They still have pains and fears and self doubt. It's just different levels of it. Yeah. Um, and so I think the same thing applies. If, if you're where you are and you want to be somewhere else, why haven't you got there? Ask the same question mm. and you'll get some stuff like, well, I, I think it's greedy to want any more, mm. you know, or I think it's maybe I don't deserve uh, more because I, I didn't have much when I was a kid. So maybe I don't deserve to have more. Mm. Um, or maybe I feel like a taking from somebody else. And as you like list out those things, which I, I listed those because those are actually really common in my, my consulting is that those come out of people's mouths that are doing really well and they'll just limit their ability to make more. Mm. Now, what if you turn that around and said, okay, well, if you don't need more than what you have right now and you're totally cool with it, if you made more, would you do better things with it? Yeah. Would you help more people? Right. Could you connect it to? So now that we've established some basic things, they may be true for you and maybe they're just not true, mm. you know, and if you can establish that, then you can say, okay, well, what could I do then? And then suddenly, you know, lots of people move from, okay, well, I have enough to take care of me. Their real motivation in life is to take care of more people outside there, help more people, you know, create charities that they believe in or support charities they believe in with the extra resources. I, I'd really like to see a world where really good people aren't afraid of making a lot of money. Yeah. You know, and right now it seems like so many people that make 
that are that feel like they're good people are afraid to make more while people who don't think they're that good of a person have no problem. Yeah. So who's where are the resources going and what's going to happen with those? I hope hope those people make better decisions as they grow and mature, but maybe they don't. Maybe they just keep hoarding the money. Yeah. I think good people have a really have an almost an obligation to bring in more assets and uh, like go get it. Stop being doubtful because you don't think you deserve it or it's not enough or you might be taking you're not taking from anybody else. Mm-hmm. You're more likely if you're worried about that 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 question came up, you're more likely to do something really cool with it. And so see how we take a problem where you might say, here's these common things I believe. And then we can, we can turn those around and go, okay, well, this is this, this self doubt about what you deserve or what you can now can be looked at in a different way. Yeah. That's where we start untangling this. Yeah. And I love that framework actually, because, uh, you know, a lot of times making more money is, is looked upon as like greedy or, uh, you know, it's kind of like a dirty word. Like, you know, you just want to sell and, and, and that's yeah. not the case. And, uh, one thing that, uh, actually when we were at click funnels together and Tony was speaking, I know you've been to a lot of different Tony Robbins stuff. Um, but the one thing that he said, which really resonated with me and, and kind of just made me look at things differently too. And just a different way of thinking about it is when you have a cause or something, even if, if the cause is freeing you and your family at first, right? And then from there, you get to that point, and now what's the next cause? Maybe it's then helping, you know, you know, whatever, uh, building another, building a school or helping feed families, whatever it is, right? Whatever your, your thing is, when you attach that to your reasoning, then you'll do whatever it takes to get there. And I don't mean do whatever it takes by just selling a sleazy way. I'm saying like finding... Uh, more opportunities in your market to serve that market. And as long as you can find ways to serve the market, I was talking to my wife the other day. I'm like, you know, this person over here makes money cutting hair. Then that person goes out and goes to dinner and then helps pay the restaurant, which pays the people employed there. And then those people, so that's the economy, right? Like that's, that's what makes the life uh, that we live, you know, like for people to profit and be able to go out there and do things. So yeah. why not do something in your business to serve people, okay, for whatever they're looking for? I don't care if it's bass fishing or if it's, uh, you know, weight loss uh, stuff so they, you know, don't have to have, you know, surgery. So basically, we're looking at doing something good like that. So, I mean, Joel, so, I mean, let's kind of, like, talk about that a little bit. I mean, when we're out there and we're serving a market and we're doing good, we don't have to think of making more money as bad, right? And like, I yeah. think that limits us to what we can do uh, because we think we don't want to do it because it's kind of, you know, dirty in a sense. What, what's your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, I mean, it's such a huge piece of self-doubt is this that this thing that you want is bad, you know? And like, okay, so if you want it really bad, but then you also feel really bad about having it, you think you're going to have an easy time taking action and you're going to be moving forward. And you have to do something to switch that up. So get rid of that self-doubt by realizing, well, you didn't stop being you. If you're worried about being a good person, you're probably a good person because you probably think about it. So you probably do things that that make your life better, make the people around you happier. So if you can take that and look at what you're doing and saying, how does this actually help? Mm. You know, and sometimes it's hard in e-commerce. I'm, you know, I've been in products where I was like, uh, I guess they really, really need to cut their vegetables. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> right, like, right, right. You right. know, like, oh, they need to press the hell out of garlic. You know, I was just thinking that, you know, <laughs> this their life is going to be better. But, you know, some people come in and they have a different worldview and they say, you know what? It's for convenience. You know, yeah. if you 
if you do a lot of garlic, maybe you make a lot of like unique sauces at home and you make them from, uh, from scratch, cutting up garlic but with a knife takes forever. And so if you could just press, you can actually make it a lot faster and it makes your life easier and it makes you better. And so that person's now go from, oh, I'm just selling a garlic press. Oh, so what? It presses garlic. Right. And then they go to, well, no, I'm really helping a mom that's trying to speed up and still, you know, do some things that she used to love as a kid, like having authentic home cooked meals that we, we rarely have the time to nowadays. And she's finding ways to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool. And so suddenly this really mundane product can be something that really serves. And so um, getting it to them faster or selling more units can actually be connected emotionally to, uh, well, I'm actually doing good. Yeah. Well, I think also doing... having, making some good products, right? Like even if it yeah, is, yeah. even if it is just the garlic press, right? Make it the best <laughs> darn garlic press out there, right? Like don't just throw crap up. Don't just throw stuff up to sell it, throw stuff up that will be a good product. You know what I mean? Like we're, oh, you're no. not, you're not just trying to get the one sale. No. And that's a perfect example of like what I think good people do with resources. If you can connect it to that, that mom that needs to speed it up, well, add some accessories that help clean it faster, make it out of material that doesn't um, stain or rot or rust. Mm. And now you've made her life even better. And by doing that, you can actually take something that was just a garlic press and oh, sure, I'll just do what everybody else is doing to something that really takes care of somebody. Mm. And now you're entering into a new world, which is in our world is more branding and customer building. You, you want this person to really feel taken care of by you, even if it's buying one product right now. Right. They remember that. Right. You know, I still remember really great products where I felt the service was through the roof. I haven't even bought from the person necessarily again. But if I ever need that product again, I know where I'm going. Mm. There's no doubt in my mind. They took care of it. They sent little cars that they gave me tips on how to use it. And they just there's so many cool things you can do to kind of bridge that gap where you're not just taking money. That's not how it works. Mm. That person had a need. They wanted something and they need it and you have it. And if you can help them do it, then why wouldn't you want to get paid? Because if you can get paid, then you can do it more mm. Then you can help more people. And that's people aren't remembering that the you know, sure, you could just go volunteer your time. And I, I, you know, I highly recommend it. It's a great experience. Go volunteer one on one and go help people directly. But if you can only serve the person in front of you with your work, the only one person at a time, that's a lot less. I mean, some, you know, some of the markets we serve hundreds of thousands. Mm -hmm. I couldn't help 100,000 people by myself one on one face to face. Right. Uh, that's impossible. Right. And so we can make a little bit of their life better at a hundred thousand different people or more. And it's their building. And that's, it's really amazing. And we just forget, um, because we're so worried about what it looks like for us to make money or what our parents belief about money was, or what someone else is going to say about us. And it's like, let that go, mm -hmm. be who you are, you know? And I always like the, the money is an amplifier. It doesn't determine good or bad. It amplifies who you are. And I always love that. That's it's great. like if yeah. you're a good person, you're going to do more good things. Resources with time, influence, opportunities, money allow you to do more of what you are. You know, Scott, you made a lot more money and you dedicated more time to helping people. Imagine that. That's what mm -hmm. Scott always did. I don't think there was a time where you didn't, if someone needed help and came to you, you wouldn't be there. Right. And right. so now you get to do it on a grand scale. You, you Family's important to you. So your family is just you're there for them. I mean, how many people get to really be there for their family, mm. like emotionally and physically and with vacations and experiences? It's just so cool. And that's what resources do. It amplifies who you are. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. And I think that uh, we can go down a whole nother road with that stuff because people, you know, um, you know, they're doing it for different reasons. They don't really truly know 
why, but we can definitely dig into that another time. But what I really wanted people to get out of this episode and really to get you on is that that self-doubt in themselves. Like even if they don't realize that they're having self-doubt, if you have not taken action and you've been listening for 12 months or you've been consuming information for 12 months and you're still here and you still haven't done it, there's a reason why. And we need yeah. we need to identify that. We need to uncover that so we can then you know, really deal with it and ask the yep. right questions. And then we can say, all right, why am I feeling this way? And then from there we can fix it and then we can move forward because there's so many people. There's one, actually it was a, bro, uh, two brothers. They, uh, they came up to me at the event and, uh, you know, they said, Hey Scott, I just wanted to come up and shake your hand and say, thank you so much. You've changed our lives, like our lives. Like we both have families, um, you know, about, uh, I think it was just about two years ago, started listening, you know, we launched kind of struggled a little bit. We were almost ready to give up and we just kept listening and then we kept doing, and then it started to work. And now, uh, both of them work for themselves. Uh, one of them lives in Hawaii and one of them lives um, in, I believe it's Arizona. And he just said, it's just an amazing feeling to be able to be with my kids after they get out of school and really be there for them. And yeah. it gave me goosebumps. I mean, it was just amazing to have that. But the one thing that I heard was, Scott, I was in a darker place even when I started, even when I started to doubt myself, but I kept coming back and listening and just, you just kept reinforcing that you just got to keep pushing through. You got to keep pushing yeah. through because if you don't, nothing will happen. You'll stay right where you are, or you can push through and just figure out the next move because that's really all it is. But we have to uncover that self-doubt. We have to figure out yeah. why you're not doing uh, you know, you're doing this or anything for that matter. If you want to lose weight and you're not like committing to it, like, why? Why aren't you doing it? And I think that's big. Um, and that, that's really what I want people to walk away with today is really to sit down and, and really ask yourself those questions. You know, do a brain dump. Write down everything that's coming to mind. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? A lot of times it's money, but a lot of times the money isn't really the thing. It's our excuse for why we don't want to do it. But why is the reason that you have not done it or you haven't started or you haven't grown you know, your business from 250 to a million or a million to five, like why what's holding you yeah. back. Um, and I think that's huge. Um, all right. So before we do wrap up, I'm going to ask you something right now, give us a golden nugget of some kind. And I'm going to put you on the spot here. You've been to a lot of Tony Robbins stuff, a lot of self-help, a lot of, a lot of that stuff. Right. And there's a, a lot of it out there. If you could just give people like one nugget, one little thing that you're able to kind of sift it through the screen and kind of give them that golden nugget, what would it be? Well, yeah. I have, if you don't mind, I'd like to give something a little bit bigger than that and then come back to the nugget. Sure. Let's do it. Do as it. I was hearing, I, I really came to mind is what I always do in consulting and you can do it for yourself. And it's what I do for myself when I want something and I don't find myself moving forward. Mm. And that's the first thing is to say what it is. Mm. What exactly is it? You know, and people fail to do that all the time. They just say, oh, I want more. I want be I want to be successful. What does that mean? Write that down next. Write where you really are. Not all the pain and fear and doubt. Just write where you are. And that might include some of the pains that you're feeling and say, hey, these are the things I identify from that position. Now you can start building the bridge between the two. 
And that's really like everything I do in high-end consulting is right there in that equation. I, I just have to establish both of those. And then we have to just take the next step. We don't have to do everything. You don't have to run and become a millionaire tomorrow because that's your goal. You have to learn how to make a hundred dollars. You have to make, learn how to make a thousand dollars and do that consistently over time. As you do that, you get better and faster and suddenly you find yourself at a million and that's really how it works. But everybody does a little bit too much. So establish where you, where you want to be truly write it down, establish where you are and then any steps, just the first few steps you can do right now to do that. That'll help you move tremendously. And then you take any of the advanced stuff. If you find yourself keep hitting self doubt, then come back and do exactly what we're talking about here. You know, we basically, this became a large example of a, a possible self doubt mm-hmm. and how to break it up, Yeah, realize what it is and then break it up. So if that's your next step and don't, don't say that's not a step because I didn't like, Oh, the step isn't start my Amazon site, right? You know, or right. go sign up for Amazon today. Oh, you know, go get splitly. You don't, right. you know, that's, those aren't, those are steps, but those aren't, maybe not the first one. Maybe the first one is decide you actually are worth it. Right. Right. That you're why you want it. Like, I mean, Scott's big, why that's always comes back to that. If you have a big enough, why you will find the other things, you know, that's generally why we start there. That's if you're really excited and you're like, you heard Scott talk and say, man, I'd love to be there when my daughter or son gets home. Mm. How cool would that? And every day, not because not, not, you know, like, not that I have to bend my world to make it happen, but just it's natural. Yeah. It's obvious because I've, I've done something different. Mm. So, um, that those would be, that would be kind of the, the quick, like takeaway, no matter what you want, that's the format, man. That's like, yeah. that's the exact instructions on how to do it. Okay. Be, before you get to the show or before you do that, I want to recommend the show notes for people. Cause with the, these will kind of be outlined in the show notes before you get onto okay. the nugget. Um, yeah. So guys, uh, the amazing forward slash five eighteen um, is where you'll find the show notes. And, um, my show notes guy will be uh, putting these in order. So definitely go there and check those out. Uh, definitely an exercise I would probably uh, do. And I would also do it again um, when you start, you know, getting this, this, you know, this point where you're, you're stuck or where you feel like you haven't made any move uh, or you haven't, uh, you know, grown at all uh, in your business. It doesn't really matter where you are. Just if you feel stuck, this is going to probably be a great place to come back and start again and go through these exercises because I think it's important. Um, so definitely check those out. All right. Are you ready for the golden nugget? Oh, I'm ready. You are. I think. You've been thinking about it. You've <laughs> I'm been like sifting. pondering through a bunch. I know. You're yeah, like, which just, one should I give them today? Well, you'll have to tune in next time. time you know? Yeah. <laughs> you'll have to, uh, you'll have to, while we make this call to the bullpen, uh, <laughs> Joel Bauer is getting ready in the bullpen right now. Let me give him some time to warm up. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, it's going to be real good. <laughs> You know, the one thing I'm really excited about, which before you do get to the gold nugget, um, uh, what I'm really excited about is uh, depending on if you guys have been listening in the past like month, month and a half, we've been talking a lot about uh, our really small inner circle, our mastermind. And this is something that we had a, a lot of conversations about. And it's something that, you know, we generally when we get together, get a lot out of because we're together in the same room. And I know you've been at uh, our past live events and really helping people on the side, pulling them apart. And it's kind of always like people are always looking to you now as like how to get it right in their in their mind or how to kind of distill down what is the next move. And I think I just want to say it here on the air, like I'm really excited about working in this small, intimate group. I'm talking like 10 or less. Um, and we're going to get the other like three times a year. So really excited about that. So if there is any openings, 
left. It's by application and you have to be at a certain level and all that stuff. But if you're at that level where you want to be surrounded, you know, with people like myself and Chris Schaefer and, and Joel and other people on my team, um, definitely go check it out. All the, all the information, uh, it's at the amazing forward slash mastermind, all one word. So the amazing forward slash mastermind. Now this will be for advanced sellers. Um, it will be for people that are, you know, kind of at that level where they want to grow and scale. And they know that being in this intimate setting will, uh, you know, really get them to that next level. And I'm really excited about that, Chris, because we haven't done anything like this um, with anyone else other than ourselves. And whenever we get in a room together, we always have these like these aha moments or these, you know, these meetings where we we whiteboard everything out and then we get to work on it. And uh, I think it's really important, but I'm pumped to be able to work with these uh, these sellers and also just uh, these cool people and and you as well, because whenever we hang out, we have an awesome time and we eat a lot of dessert usually sure. when you're there, which we're not supposed to. Yeah. No, it's always no. your fault on the dessert. <laughs> well, you know, they give so many cool options. I just feel like I'd be cheating everybody if we only pick one. Maybe we'll have so. to do like a review on like the desserts at the different places that we go. Like that, what was the one with the dragon? It was like a, a dragon one. Oh, I think it was talking. amazing. It was, I, I don't it? know what was in that. I, I forgot everything other than the dragon. Like that's the, it was yeah. stuck in like ice cream and it was just like, it was amazing. It was like, what a freaking two feet tall. I know it was crazy. <laughs> uh, but, and the, the other thing here on the side that you guys that don't know, like, you know, Joel and his wife are pretty strict on their diets, like very, very yeah. strict. Like we could go into a whole episode on that, but we won't right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty uh, intense process, but the dessert, we usually go off the rails every now and then with a dessert. Um, yeah. which is, uh, which is always fun, but anyway, let's get to that golden <laughs> nugget. Let's get to that golden nugget. What do you got for people right now? After all of the time and, and everything that you've kind of brought into your own world, um, what's something that someone could really take away from, from that in just one nugget? I would have to say it's and something I'm working on right now myself, and it, it's just been so profound and it's really getting yourself around people that are, that think differently than you, that are doing more than you're doing, you know, find the people that, you know, do enough or think enough different than that you can learn from. It's so easy for us to kind of fall in a rut and find people that make us comfortable or believe exactly like we do or in the right, in the same place we're in even worse sometimes so that we feel better. Um, but take that extra time and surround yourself with people who think differently. You know, Scott bring brought it up a ton during this because that's the feedback you kept getting. And it's that person kept saying it's because I could go back and listen to you. Well, Scott had more motivation and belief in this. And because of that difference, the other person was able to take action. He was able to move forward and get what he wanted. Mm. And that wouldn't happen if he just was waiting for people to tell him what he already knows, yeah. what he already believes. Yeah. And so take that stretch. Think of people, you know, that maybe sometimes you actually think, oh, that guy's kind of a jerk because he's so much more successful and you actually feel jealous towards. Go talk to him. Go find out what he did. Mm. If he, I mean, it, maybe he is really a jerk. I have no idea. But maybe he's just you're just mad because you wanted that kind of success. And go find the people that are already around us that are already circling around us. Go listen to podcasts of people that maybe, you know, are like not necessarily like you. Yeah. And go learn, go establish that. That'll help break through a lot of these limiting beliefs and these self doubts because you'll just see so many different worlds that you can start going, Oh, okay. I see why that mine's a little bit off. Mm. Maybe if I just make this small adjustment, not change who you are, just this little adjustment, you'll get what you want, man. And that's what we want here. That's why, you know, Scott and I do what we do. We want people to have more. Yeah. 
it's great advice. And, you know, I know people, some people would be saying like, well, okay, well, where do I find these people? And that's a great question. And there's not like a directory, right? That you can go to and kind of look these people up. So there's all different things you can do out there. I mean, you can go out there and listen to audiobooks, podcasts, and I don't mean go out there and listen to, you know, how to sell on Amazon or e-commerce or that type of stuff. You can, if you want to, I'm talking about getting a dose of like that energy in your life or just something that you enjoy listening to. I know my good friend JB over at the morning coach, he's great at it. Um, and he's just a guy that can get you motivated, but also think about, you know, your, your inner thoughts and kind of like the different struggles that we all face, but the resources are out there. You just have to start downloading that stuff into your brain versus all that negative stuff. And that will also help you through these limiting beliefs. So, um, that's pretty much going to wrap it up, Joel. I want to thank you for coming on and uh, sharing your insights and, and all of your expertise. And I know that we'll be having you back on as well. Um, what I'm going to do here, Joel, is we're going to close the show down. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, cool. So, um, guys, I want to remind you, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 518 to go ahead and grab the, uh, the really the checklist, in a sense, of what we outlined here, what Joel has outlined. Do that. You owe it to yourself to do that. Stop being stuck and figure out why you're stuck and then get through that, no matter where you are in this process. All right, guys, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Joel's going to say it with me. Are you ready, Joel, on the count of three? Hell yeah. All right. One, two, three. Take Take action. action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.